Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Hi, welcome to episode 57 of the Brothers of Discussion. Yeah, we're coming! <laughs> I'm Matt, and that is Mike, also speaking through... Uh, possibly the new, uh, almost a WWE, NXT Tag Team Champions! Yeah, stakes and weights, Ducky! We're finally oh, getting the push! Yeah! Finally getting the push of all pushes. That, yeah! that run-in was so out of character. Not, not out of, like, face character, uh, for heavy machinery. They don't, uh, we don't, don't like, like to run, let's, Ducky. Let's, let's get it. Let's get uh, some of the business out of the way first. We like to saunter. Um, yeah, let's saunter, Tucky. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, we are uh, we are here. We made it to the day that we promised we would tell you the winner of the iTunes, uh, not iTunes gift card, but the iTunes giveaway, uh, where you had to subscribe, rate, and review uh, our podcast, and we would give you a $30. We would actually give two people a $30 Pro Wrestling Tees gift card. We'll announce that winner at the end of the show. Oh, you gotta wait. Boo. You gotta wait. Uh, but uh, before we do that, uh, we, we do want to talk NXT. We have to do our preview of TLC. We have I mean, to. Have We're to obligated. Because it's 12 goddamn matches. What the fuck? And is that, a, but, is that uh, enough? Hot take. It, it's, it's more than enough. That is two... Rats filled with cheese <laughs> servings. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I was trying to. That was a. That was a callback to last week's episode. Uh, anyway, uh, before we before we get to uh, TLC, before we hit Sunday, I've had a few drinks. We gotta do I've the. We gotta do the business, Ducky. Where can they yeah, find I've, the I've podcast, been Ducky? Here I've been drinking apparently for an hour. Now that I look at the clock, you forgot no, to. Wait. You forgot to breathe, Ducky. Oh, an hour and 15 minutes. I've just been sitting no. here. No. Um, no. No. <laughs> I, was, I was playing my new NXT UK drinking game uh, where you chug uh, during every rest hold. Um, but uh, throw, we need to find... Uh, throwing some shade, Ducky. <laughs> where can they find the podcast, Ducky? Yeah, we, when I say we, I mean you. You can find the podcast at BOD Podcast for Twitter and Facebook. You can go to BODpodcast.com for the website. On the website, you'll find an archive for all the blogs. Faster, Ducky. And, of course, every single podcast episode. That's BODpodcast.com and at BODpodcast for all the social media stylings. So, 
Back to heavy machinery. Yeah. Back to the real business. Yes. Heavy machinery destroying Undisputed Era. Didn't even make it look difficult, e- even for a second. Uh, tossing everybody out of the ring. Kyle O'Reilly, poor Kyle, got ripped back into the ring, torn apart. Um, piece by piece. Of course, they were they were saving EC3, uh, who was attempting to take down Bobby Fish. And Undisputed Era was not too pleased with his efforts. But it's heavy machinery making the run-in. And I, I come back to me saying that was against their character only because they made it look so easy. I mean, they did the old-fashioned Stone Cold run-in in blue jeans and I, just destroyed everybody. Or, and it, or, for all yeah. intents and purposes, it was four on two. Yeah, it was some clubbing blows by the heavy machinery. Those two construction workers, Ducky! Yeah, we know how to throw some... Big punches. We don't have a way yeah. with words, Ducky. We just yeah. That the the full arm swing to the back of the head. They they really sold that. Um, not not just uh, undisputed era, but uh, the entire announce team yeah. was was going nuts for those. They they weren't they were acting like uh, you know undisputed era was getting tossed from the top of the performance center. They they were just. They, they were appalled, even though it was, you know, a face doing the move, but it was just, you know, Mauro Ronaldo going, oh, man, just devastated. <laughs> and it's just an arm. Yeah. Just an arm being thrown what in the I, back of the head. What I liked was EC3 uh, doing his impression of me when I was on the school bus in middle school, and a truck would go by, and EC3 was getting the gesture going for me, ducky. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Otis got it right away. He's like... <laughs> I'm so excited for these guys to finally get takeover matches and they're doing takeover yeah. matches for gold uh, outside of that I you know I just want to touch on how um, EC3 and Bobby Fish you know didn't quite get a conclusive you know ending. Um, I mean, I know we did get a, a pin, you know, on a roll-up, but what's fun is Undisputed Era is a great summation of wrestlers. It's a great faction. It's obviously WWE, you know, tooting their own winky when they put them on best faction lists. But I think what this match does <laughs> is it gives you a, a fine winky. reminder that the parts are just as good as the sum. And Bobby Fish with little to no real development due to his injury um you know it's been a long time since we've really seen him you know he's still able to get over and because of the um enthusiasm behind his moves it was just like watching a kyle o'reilly match it was like watching a roderick match it was like watching an adam cole match the violence felt real um he had direction and you knew exactly how he wanted to win that match it's we're just we're just in such a, a, a blessed era, and that is undisputed. <laughs> Truly undisputed. Yes. But that wasn't the... Gotta, uh, we were, you got to sell that yeah. like like Adam Cole. <laughs> I feel like... And that, boys and girls, time. that, boys and girls, it's undisputed. Um, but this it, this this episode was a real treat. Um, and it's, like it, it, We got to struggle every week with Raw and SmackDown. Um, and this was just the opening segment. You know, we also got to see uh, one of my favorite well, you know tag what? teams. It, it, it's a it's a real treat for us. I I wonder if the rest 
<laughs> the rest of the WWE universe, the uh, NXT universe. Is everybody else behind Heavy Machinery? I think I want to get a poll going uh, well, think... on social media because I just want to make sure we're not the only two. I, will... I feel like yeah, it was... I, I realized this week I'm the only person who cares about Drew McIntyre. Well, I was a little bummed when um, Undisputed Era crashed the ring and they were all, you know, like a, like a pack of wolves. Oh, and they were beating up EC3. Um, the crowd started doing war chants. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily that they love the War Raiders more than Heavy Machinery, but I think it definitely points to how Heavy Machinery has been booked so far in NXT. Um, I I would argue, at least in favor of Heavy Machinery, that um, the, the timing of these being uh, recorded, that... You know they they haven't been watching the the weeks of promos that that heavy machinery are doing backstage and and, and things like that. So I, I I'd at least make the argument that maybe they're still under the impression. You know this is right after War Games that uh, the War Raiders are are right you know right on their tails. So at least to that end, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that's what's going on. But I hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, I just have a hope. I have a hope and a prayer. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they've subtly apparently had a six-month win streak. I, I, I really, we need to really dig into the tapes and see if that's true. But yeah, two, two matches uh, in six months. <laughs> that's how you do it. Um, yeah, we, we just haven't seen them smeared all over the TVs like we have the War Raiders, who had you know tons of vignettes. Um, it kind of feels like Heavy Machinery's had to do their, you know, do their promo work on the side. You know, on their Instagrams, on their Twitters, you know, they've they've kind of had a makeshift on their own. Um, they haven't gotten that that a lot of TV time exposure. So hopefully, you know, this will turn around, and we're not gonna you know hear any more of those those war chants. You know, at least until the boys are healthy. Uh, let's let's see what heavy machinery can do here, because we know people are popping for Otis Dozovich. Uh, they were really excited for um, the Caterpillar. But, Matt, um, I know we got a lot to cover for TLC, so we kind of got to gloss over, um, you know, some of these NXT segments. I did want to touch on Danny Burch on uh, Oni Lorcan taking on The Mighty. Um, yeah. If only because, you know, in the pre-show you talked about The Mighty not likely not having a, you know, a, a dazzling future on the main roster. But, man, did they put on a, a great show for us uh, on this episode of NXT. Just a, a TV taping of NXT. Nothing, you know, nothing on the line. Um, but something about fighting Birch and Lorcan really brings out the stiffness. Uh, really brings out, you know, the um, the violence and the knife-edge chops. And these guys were also, if, if you get a minute, you got to check out the uh, slap spot that these guys had towards the end um that's it did it did get a little teensy bit cartoony at the at, at the the very last move but it, it was something where i i popped in the uh i'm just sitting here in my office watching it so I, i'm just sitting here alone in in darkness <laughs> <laughs> and that happened i i gave i gave it a cheap pop i i thought it was kind of silly though well, i definitely popped for uh danny birch's headbutt that that was a good one because I feel like some of the wrestlers who are starting to do that spot, you know, where you kind of slap your leg when you headbutt so it gets a good, you know, solid fuck, you know, behind it. Um, okay. I feel like Birch is the best one as far as, um, you know, kind of giving it the RKO out of nowhere treatment where the headbutt just, it's, 
it's so unexpected that when he does hit it, you know, it it feels like a real I, real blow. I actually had to go back and rewatch it uh, because I heard the call uh, from Nigel like talking about the headbutt. I missed it. Like that's how quick it was. I looked down while it happened and. I, I just, you know, I'm going back and forth. I'm doing, you know, like, it, it, it's happening, and there's always 100 things on my laptop while it's going down. But uh, yeah. I looked down for a second, and that's how quick those headbutts are. I hear Nigel call it, and I had to go back and rewind, you know, do the 10-second rewind. Just to oh, make sure my, I what, a, what a headbutt that was. I hope you didn't have yeah. 10 to 20 pornographic videos on your laptop while that was going <laughs> on. Matthew, look over here. No, I it's you Danny Burch. can't run all those videos at once. Who? I'm running dialogue. How do you even have that kind of bandwidth? Oh my! Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was that was it was a fun match. But I, you did touch on one of the things that I I my brain is now like sort of figuring out is who who do I need to pay attention to and and who who's gonna just put on a good show and I can kind of I can watch porn while the match is going on. And I, I don't hate Danny Burch or Oni Larkin even a little bit. I don't hate them at all. Yeah. But the mighty go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't hate geez. the mighty either. I just, you can kind of see now. Like we, I think it's it's like anything. You know, you kind of learn the, the different uh, medias you got to start We're all going to and... make it. We're all going to be fine. Oh, God. Yeah. Remember, no. remember when you were a kid and you just saw like, you know, any any movie was on the video games uh, that, that were available to you. And you were like, I recognize that movie. I'm going to get the Batman Forever video game. And it took you years to figure out that all Batman video games sucked. Until, of course, you know, Arkham Asylum came out. But, like, this is it just... And, and I'm not saying that Oni Larkin sucks. I'm not saying Danny Burch sucks. But there's just your brain you know get the figures it out it's like all right i know this guy i know these guys like i know what's gonna happen here eventually they're gonna become formulaic and you know they're still not great on the mic and it's just i i i'm sorry maybe it's my own it's my own fault um i wish my brain didn't work this way but i, yeah, know, I, got, I get excited I know, when ec3 comes out and heavy machinery and undisputed they're era, all but... gonna make it matt they're all gonna be superstars no okay all right just all right you're right I'll, I'll concede that point just so we can okay hot take who is gonna have <laughs> the higher ceiling in wwe danny Burchinet or oni lorkin or the revival holy fuck that's a good question um probably the revival i don't think danny birch and oni lorkin are ever gonna make it to the main roster i sincerely think they have a shot just because Oh yeah, no, they totally have a shot. Those knife edge chops, it sounds like like Thor coming out of the heavens with his hammer, like that kind of thunderclap. Well I I have a hot tag question then. Ooh. Is this are Oni and Lorkin? Oh, Jesus, I do this. Both every time. Oni, are Oni and Lorkin and Dan and Danny Birch, are they gonna make their way to the main roster like um let's see, how do I wanna do this? Are they going to make it to the main roster the way, I guess, I guess I'll say the Revival, because they won the tag titles, and then they got called up. Or are they going to be more like a Tyler Breeze, where there was no championship, they, he just, boop, I'm, in, I'm on the main roster now, yay, or Apollo Crews? I, 
so is this a long journey still to come for Birch and Larkin? For Danny and Birch? I don't know. We gotta... <laughs> it's just Oni and Larkin sounds like a tag team. I know. Oni and Larkin. That's a team. Well, Matt... He's gonna have to have a son. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Answer my hot tag question. Matt, there's a, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll with Vince. Uh, they most certainly will not win the tag team titles uh but they will they will place on vince mcmahon's show because he he needs jobbers he needs fresh faces to get pummeled um and these two guys they bring the thunderclaps and i i think they can put butts in seats you know for a nice pre-show match but Um, then isn't that see isn't that like isn't that why our brains should be teaching like we should be teaching ourselves don't get invested in this it's like when you meet a pretty girl and you know she's not going to be into you or you know she just wants to be friends like don't get fully invested because you're just going to get hurt and right now no everything that we wanted for the revival every we're getting hurt every pretty girl wants me (laughs) and i want but that's what i mean like we have to keep ourselves at a distance like heavy machinery i'm taking a huge risk by putting all my eggs in that basket because that basket's gonna go tumbling down that hill and squashed by a caterpillar i just (laughs) you're gonna make me cry ducky i love heavy machinery but damn it all we how many tag teams have actually made it to the main roster and 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 it's so stupid why do i care but we do we just, we just do it, and it's our instinct is to go, this guy's going to move up, and he's going to be my hero. Be in the moment, Matt. In this moment. I can't. In this moment, everyone's going to make it. We're talking about Heavy Machinery Eat. winning the tag titles. Matt. You're not in the moment. Matt. Heavy <laughs> Machinery, going to make it. One, two. Both Danny and Birch and Oni and Lorkin, they're all going to make it. <laughs> the Mighty's going to have a run with the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, yeah. EC3 is gonna German suplex Brock Lesnar. He, he's, and, he's on the list right now of like Bobby Report, Fish is gonna Royal be a U.S. and an Intercontinental Champion. It's all gonna work <laughs> out. Everybody's oh, gonna Bobby. make it. Mia Yim's gonna. Well, she's probably not gonna win the title, but those other guys are gonna do great. Yeah. Can, can someone can someone hit us up on at BOD podcast? That's Facebook or Twitter. Uh, it works. Trust me. Uh, can you let us in on the secret that is Mia Yim? Because I I've been telling you the the brothers of discussion audience that I thought they were just holding her back. They're just like, no, let's let's, let's get put her the leash on. Let's, with the business. Yeah, we don't want to give yeah. it all. We don't want to give it all away. It looked like, you know, it's kind of like the Detroit Lions in the exhibition season. We don't want to show all the plays. (laughs) Right. But then the regular season starts, and you're like, oh, no. It's exactly the same. (laughs) And and we saw her her opponent in the Mae Young Classic in the first round at Clash Wrestling this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, Sienna, she did an amazing job. And you know what? You know what? I'm going to say it, Mike. I shouldn't say it. We didn't even recognize her, and and Sienna, forgive us, but uh, God damn it, she put on a good show. Woo, yes, but she did. Uh, Mia Yim has been given everything here, and we haven't seen That's anything. That's one from of the their matches. pet projects. That's one of their. They're taking so. credit. We'll give her some time. She's just great. I'll, I'll take the blame here for the brothers of discussion, but I, I'll say it. Like we're we're not seeing too much uh, from her yet. 
Um, but we also had a big surprise. Uh, speaking of the show being so great and being in the moment, uh, the moment has come and gone, but it was fun seeing Tyler Breeze show up and, and get serenaded with this is pretty, this is gorgeous, and of course, please don't go. Which is heartbreaking. And and I think the most heartbreaking part of that chant was Ricochet turning around and looking at the fans and going, all right, I got you. And then realizing, no, 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 oh, not you. Shit, that's, no, 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 no. That's for Tyler. Yeah. Ricochet, you can go. We know that you'll come you're, back next You're going to be fine. All right. <laughs> that, if you have, take a minute, watch um, Oni and Lorcan and Danny and Birch uh, do their slap stuff. But then take your next minute and watch the last segment of NXT and watch Ricochet think he's getting <laughs> steered for it and then realize it's for Tyler Breeze. Yeah. That, those yeah, were the they two just best. can't get enough of me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, right. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we love Ricochet, but goddamn, that was beautiful. That was, that was something I would do. Shame on that cameraman for getting that moment. Like, <laughs> turn around and get Tyler. Um, I had uh, I had one of those moments today at dinner, and I, I'm just gonna try this. I'm gonna try and make us look more human. Okay. Um, I was I was leaving a restaurant today, and I I you know you know it's coming. Have a nice night, and then you just go you too. Uh-huh. And I just turned around and went hagabadoo, and I kind of, like <laughs> the words just wouldn't come out. So it was just one of those ricochet moments where you you know you think you know what's going on. Like I thought. I was going to be ready to say words, and then words just didn't happen. Um, Oof. Wow. Hickabadoo! <laughs> as, as one would say as they walk out of a restaurant. Well, you just, you know, you know how, you know how people get tongue-tied when they talk to another human? You know, yeah. just talking to them. Yeah, you definitely didn't sound like a robot malfunctioning. Um... <laughs> <laughs> With that said, uh, me, yeah. me and uh, and uh, Bodpot over here, Bodpot, uh, I know we've been giving NXT UK some grief uh, because we've we've been featuring too many green people who, it's the nature of the game. They got to learn the you know how to do the TV matches. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, but we've seen quite a few rest holds, uh, maybe a few too many. Well- I did. I started the hashtag today. It'll get better, and then I went. Wait, that might be taken. Yeah, I think. So, I think a slightly better cause took that one. Oh wait, no. It's it's get it's it gets better. So yeah, we're still better. in the clear. Okay. Yeah, that's ours. Uh, <laughs> what I would say. PM. God, with uh, UK this week, <laughs> I would kind of lump them together because collectively over the two hours. Um, you got two really strong main events, and then some some pretty cool stuff peppered in between, um, like Trent Seven and Joe Coffey uh, main eventing that first hour. That crowd was white hot for a little Trent Seven action. Um, Is that a joke about the UK crowd? Oh, Matthew, Bay. Okay. Just wanted to know. Bay. Just wanted to know. Uh, well, what I'm what I'm pumped about is you know what I'm white hot about. Uh, what I'm white hot about. Uh, Mike, hot tag. What are you white hot about? I'm hot. Of, I'm really hot about uh, that cup of coffee. Joe and Mark and they're hanging out with uh, Wolfgang 
And for the longest time, it just sounded like a couple of... For the couple longest of, time! It sounded like okay. a couple of bad guys from, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption. It's Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers. And we finally get a name for this stable, Matt. It's it's an old, an old brogish word. Gallus. We're calling him Gallus. Uh, which, I guess... Old, daring, and reckless. All three of those words... Ooh, I, it, at least it's a stable. At least it's something we could put on a t-shirt rather than Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers. Um, I'm glad they're trying to, you know, build an identity, and I think that's why that match was so strong. Because, you know, besides Trent Seven, he already came in with some, you know, face approval. We already liked him, you know, a lot from the uh, UK tournament. We liked him on NXT. Um... And I'll come to NXT UK. He's already kind of the established hero. So, you know, he's kind of riding that inertia. But, you know, Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang, um, they're still wearing NXT UK shirts. I, I'm, I'm hoping now that they have a name, Gallus, an identity. Um, the crowd is starting to hate these guys because they're, they're really um, using the numbers game to their advantage. They're really playing that up. And these guys yeah. are all big and beefy. Um we're starting to build something here. We're starting to get a little momentum. And I think it's why the other main event from the other hour of NXT UK where we saw <laughs> Dave Mastiff versus Eddie Dennis, who... You sound like you really enjoyed it. I, the other main event... I did. From the other hour... I did. Anyway. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just... I'm thinking. working Go on ahead. a bit right now. Dibbity, boobity, dibbity. All right. Um... Like, up till now, I don't think Mastiff has really been challenged, but Eddie Dennis, we've given him a lot of grief uh, for being, you know, a, a frail-looking monster character, but he held his own. He's able to pick up the big, beefy Dave Mastiff uh, and give him an a... Uh, Uranagi. Yes. He gave him the Uranagi, which was, was pretty damn impressive. Uh, that's a 300-pound, white-hot man that he picked up. <laughs> uh, Mastiff uh, rightfully went over that... because they're still building him as Vader, yeah. you know, based on his you know ring attire um, and a lot of his you know moveset revolving around his obesity. Uh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I, this was the first time I felt like you know we're getting we're getting some character development here. Like Eddie Dennis is is not just we're, I'm not just being told. He's a monster. He he actually got to display the strength that what? is deserving of the push that he's been receiving. Obviously, his win streak's over now, but at least he showed us something. He showed us that he can yeah. go toe to toe with the biggest man on UK. Yeah, and that that was that was where I was most impressed with NXT UK, and I I rightfully felt ashamed because a minute before. He did that. I posted, um, you know, rest in peace to all of you who actually are participating in the NXT UK drinking game. Uh, so for those of you that were chugging alcohol during every rest hold, um, I apologize. Uh, I hope that you got in contact with the, the proper emergency um, lines and had an ambulance come and uh, make sure you don't die. Uh, but right after that uh, was when Dennis made Denny Dennis made the move. I don't I, I can't remember how he says it. Um, <laughs> so I, I tried to write the ship. I tried to go right back and and post a, a tweet. But it, yeah, it, it was extremely impressive. 
But I, I will still say I, I'm on I'm on the boat right now where this still feels like a chore. I um, I will question until they get this right why this is two straight hours of yeah NXT. that is such a weird um, format. Um, it, I would even argue it's better to just put it you know do it on two separate days have it at the same time because this is it does it. That's a lot of wrestling. I mean, we're already invested three hours on Monday. Um, and, you know, if you think about you're watching the Mixed Match Challenge 2 or 205 Live, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, it's about I mean, 10, 10 hours of wrestling every week. And that's not even yeah. including, you know, if, if you just once want to watch, like, yeah, you know, maybe give that Edge and Kristen show a shot. Or maybe you want to watch that Fuck no. AJ Styles 365, which the first half I saw was, was pretty damn good um or like the story of the hardys you know that biography that was pretty good and i i say fuck no because i have other shit to do <laughs> i have assassin's creed odyssey that i've only played the first chapter in because the goddamn red dead redemption came out and then there's all the other 50 hours of wrestling i gotta watch every week oh yeah plus work yep <laughs> well um so yeah, i guess it's, it's a drag i think the one thing it does is um because it, it wasn't like two just action-packed perfect hours of uk i think that you know they're they're you, it takes time to build these characters and make you want to watch them every week it's kind of like start binging a new show on netflix i think maybe that's what they're going yeah. for if you get enough content you'll kind of okay I, you know i'm learning enough about these characters because essentially you're going with two established products as far as like wwe and um the u.s nxt and these guys are all essentially coming in ice cold and they got to try and win you over against characters you already know and love so in that sense i kind of see where they're coming from like a like a an nxt or nxt coming from a netflix binge philosophy um but hopefully we don't have to keep that going for too much longer and we can just kind of you know um um you know, have an understanding for these characters and not have to rely on, you know, two hours and essentially two main events, you know, every week to win you over. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I, I think, too, um, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I, I know it, it, it will get better. Um, I, I'm just worried now, like, this, to me, is starting to look like, uh, and I used to watch The Walking Dead, and then they came out with Fear of the Walking Dead. And it just didn't hit the same way. And I told myself it, it'll get better. And I know this is more like athletic and performance-based and getting a routine down. But why would you make the argument that's not what the TV show was about? So I am scared. And this is another thing where I've been bit too hard before and wasted hours on end watching stupid zombie shows. <sighs> I don't know. Hopefully not, but damn it all if life experience isn't enough to scare me. Um, but with that being said, Mike, we've got a 17-hour pay-per-view <laughs> life experience coming up this Sunday Woo! with uh, TLC's 12 matches. God damn. 12. What the fuck? How long is that Weren't show? Weren't we just saying... The last pay-per-view, we were just congratulating the WWE for giving us, like, six matches. So they doubled it. Hey, you guys love six. Last, You're going to love like six times two. 
like, I, are these matches gonna be five minutes long? Um, I, there's there's gotta be a squash or two in there, right? I mean, so the mixed match challenge that's probably pre-show, right? Cruiserweight pre-show. I would even say the Natalia Ruby Riot could be a pre-show too. I know. Are they gonna screw over the tag division again? I can't believe they're gonna do that because, like, TLC with those tag teams is is money. Is that actually a TLC match, or are they? I just have them down as a triple threat tag match. Hmm. That's what I, I thought. Got. The stipulation uh, was well, that every. Let's say that was from Bleacher Report earlier today. I, I went to the old updated match card that's updated by the minute. Hmm. That's what I found. Uh, but we are jumping over three matches. <laughs> Do you want to go SmackDown Tag Champs first? Yeah, we can start with that. Uh, you know, I... Did you watch the, the, way the, the way the tag teams are, are just com- handled com- wildly differently from Raw to SmackDown. Like, for example, Raw's not even on this card. You know, the, the champions, you know, peed their pants, and then the pee pants got rolled up <laughs> on Monday to... <laughs> wildly underwhelming Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Um, can I can I just make a quick request? Can absolutely. people start reading between the lines and my hashtags, please? Because I got yelled at on social media for for being too much of a fanboy when I was being sarcastic about applauding <laughs> Bobby Roode and Gables winning the goddamn tag belts uh so if you didn't see it i said you're desperate for ratings and the answer was staring you right in the face or something like that verbatim yeah obviously that's not the answer to better ratings damn you all joking I, How, what do i have to do am i too mean on, on social media is that the problem is that why jokes don't come off am i usually too mean yeah, you, you gotta know. stop cutting so many heel promos, man. Do to go big show and go face, and then heel, and then face, and then face, and then heel. Anyway, uh, Matt, in this match, uh, yeah, we did get to see a rap battle, and I, I just, it's one thing to pee your pants, it's another to do ice, ice baby. <laughs> the thing is, these guys are are funny enough and entertaining enough that. They can get away with doing all that, and I, I, I didn't bother me at all. I, I would like to see more of that kind of stuff because it, it makes me feel like these guys are having fun and they like their jobs, and not that they're just kind of smushed together like Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, or that they're AOP who's never talked to us and their leader pees his pants. It just, <laughs> it just has another level of 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 interest for me because I know they can wrestle. And I know they try really hard to write raps so they can be entertaining and just just add a wrinkle. We've seen the same six guys fight for like four years. But somehow I still want to watch the bar, the Usos, and the New Day. It's been years, Matt. And these guys just know how to be entertaining. Was that your Drake Maverick impression? No, I I agree. I, I they are very entertaining. I I'll have I have a fun little story that I watched uh, the match again on Hulu this morning, and they removed 
the Sheamus and Cesaro part of the oh, red belt. No. So the Usos were were in there, and then the next piece was the Usos punching Sheamus <laughs> and Cesaro. Oh, so it was kind of like a Han shot first kind of scenario where the Usos did their rap. And then they're just punching Seamus and Cesaro. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the hell? So I had to find out about Seamus and Cesaro later on Bleacher Report. So I had no idea that happened. Yeah. So I don't know what the plan is with Hulu, but that shouldn't be the plan. Make the Usos look like terrible people. <laughs> just, all right, it's our turn. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> that was my version. Yeah, what happened in the edit the rap room? battle? <laughs> All right, here's a cool shot yeah, of the new day. That shit. All right, that's pretty funny. Here's a here's a pretty good shot of the Usos. All right, and uh, Seamus and Cesaro getting punched in the face. <laughs> those, yeah, that's those all guys in their slapstick comedy. <laughs> oh man, am I good at editing? Um, well, back back to the 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 match here. I mean, build and all like these guys could just keep fighting. WrestleMania, and honestly, WrestleMania. it doesn't matter who is holding the belts. It, yeah, like you, you know, you, you know, put together this this nice uh, set of notes for us. The SmackDown Tag Champs, Sheamus and Cesaro versus Usos and New Day. I, you know, I, I kind of forget. It's just that these guys are so good. It it doesn't matter. You know, there's the gold on the line to you know make storyline wise. Like these guys have a reason to fight each other for the ten thousandth time. But uh, I just know we're in good hands with these guys. Cesaro's going to do something crazy. Uh, you know, as far as a feat of strength, Sheamus is going to kick yep. somebody's head off. Uh, the Usos are going to show, you know, unbelievable um, chemistry together when they, they pull off some crazy super kick that turns into a double Samoan drop off, you know, a ladder through a table. And then the New Day are just, they're going to be their usual hilarious selves. Uh, a lot of gyrations, you know, there's going to be pancakes flying, there's going to be, you know, trouble in paradise kicks flying, Biggie's hips are going to be flying, it's, you know, we're in good hands, I don't know, I'm not worried about this match at all, I'm already going to give it at least a B plus. Well, I mean, you're you're speaking to the same brain that, that, uh, for me, is the reason why I start to push away from, like, NXT guys. Because I, I know where it's at, and it's these three teams. And, of course, going into the next pay-per-view, which we will be attending in the Phoenix, Royal Arizona, Rumble. we know that these three teams are going to be involved in the Rumble. So they're not going to have a tag match. They may have a pre-show match, but the, the juicy match will be now, and then the next one will be WrestleMania. So I, I don't expect... More than one of these teams to be excluded from WrestleMania. I mean, don't forget Elimination what? Chamber and Fastlane, Matt. That's fine. Dude. I like I said, the matches that matter. I I mean, that's it's part of my point. Uh, is is just that I I don't know. Whoever wins this will probably just go on to WrestleMania and, and hold the titles. But I also don't expect uh, like. I don't expect someone else to figure their way in unless well, I think get, we like, can an undisputed era call up. I, that's, I can't that's, see it. That's a that's a potential. Um, I mean, we 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 kind of owe Sheamus and Cesaro um, a cookie 
after they lost to Braun Strowman and a eight-year-old kid last year at WrestleMania. So, you know, yeah. maybe give them, you know, their dues this year. Um, we can, you know, we're already pushing 45 minutes here. Uh, yeah, let's, 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 keep, uh, let's run down. Yeah, well, we got, we got the, a lot of shitty matches I just, coming. I can't believe, like, a match I was sure I was going to skip, the Mixed Match Challenge Final. Uh, R-Truth yeah. and Carmella versus Gender and Alicia Fox. Um, if only because I thought Miz and Asuka were running away with this. Um, but, I mean, there's a stipulation where it matters. Whoever wins is going to get the 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, collectively in the in the men's and women's Royal Rumbles. And that's why, like, Carmella is easily the biggest star of the four, but are they really going to use a Rumble spot on R-Truth? why not we get a little dance break it'll be fun all right i'm in that's exactly how that's gonna happen our truth and carmella are winning this yeah thing. this this you know i'm all right i'm in i'm in with that just because this is a this is supposed to be kind of a fun match um truth and carmella are easily the most fun people left um uh, <laughs> i don't see it going on very long but you know we'll get a dance break we'll get uh yeah. probably carmella dance will get the break I, I don't mind that at all. No, I, I'm 100%. Like, I, I will actually be kind of sad if uh, Gender and Alicia win because I, I think this is our truths moment. I I mean, that guy has just been dragged through dog shit. And one of our best performing articles on the website was when I congratulated our truth for, for, you know, running the main event for SmackDown a couple weeks in a row. So I, I think the fans see that, you know, truth is, has been... I mean, he plays the idiot, you know, and he does it so well, and it's fun. So give give the guy, you know, something. Yeah, I mean, for his efforts. Every every something. week on Raw, there's a lot of you know, quote unquote, comedy acts. Um, yeah. The only ones that you really remember are the ones that our truth does. So you know, give the man his, his props. Yep. I think uh, uh, yeah. So we're we're on the same page there. Let's see if we are on the same page for the another one of the pre-show matches: cruiserweight champion Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. I will confess, I know nothing of this storyline, but what we saw in the last pay-per-view with these two gentlemen going at it? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, so we, it um, was Mustafa Ali, but you know they're. You know, pretty similar human beings, I guess. Uh, oh, right. So Cedric Alexander was the Super Show, right? Yeah. Okay. Super Showdown. So, I mean, there it is right there. I'll, I'll just say, we don't need to go too deep into this. If you have a lot to say, feel free. But I'll, I'll just say, let, let's say uh, Buddy Murphy. Why not? Why I'm not? picking Buddy. Um, oh, wait. No, I said Cedric. No, it's too uh, late. You already said Buddy. My notes no, say touch Cedric. move. No, touch I'm move. Cedric. Touch move. All right. We both pick Buddy Murphy. Touch move. Uh <laughs> I think the one thing is uh, the last last pay per view they, they actually gave the cruiserweight championship um, a slot on the main card and they gave it like fifteen minutes. Um, it'd be kind of cool if they could do that here, but again we're looking at a goddamn twelve match card, so one of these matches has to bite the bullet, and based on precedent, it'll probably be this one. Well, biting hard on the bullet is going to be Natalia and Ruby Riot in a tables match. Uh, this definitely feels like they said, "Oh my God, did we schedule a tables match?" Um, oh no! 
Or you know what? No, it, it might not be. Now that I think about it, because they did have to go about building a table with Jim the Anvil Nightheart's face on it, his whole body. Yeah. Um, like I said, Moink, in our notes, and you said you, you took a peek at these, I want Ruby to win because Natalia can't win this match and then leave that table there with her dad on it. Yeah. This table has to get destroyed. I don't want to see, see her dragging that up the entrance ramp. That's the only thing that is going through my head right now. See, here's here's my problem with this match. Um, I, I get your your point there, and uh, the 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 logistics of it. I feel like Ruby should win, um, and yeah. Ruby could use some wins. Natalia is, you know, she, she doesn't need to ever win again. She's already you know won the women's belt tons of times she's you know proven herself she's all over total divas she's she's there she's fine yeah she's fine i'm just i'm just it's just kind of a bummer because we're actually going to the effort to have a non um non-legend non uh championship women's one-on-one grudge match at a pay-per-view mm-hmm and it's just kind of a bummer that if you're doing 12 matches, this is just, you know, it's like a, it's a bag of chips. This is chip number six. You know, it's it's not yeah. like we're, you know, making this a bigger story than it could be. It's going to get lost in the shuffle. And it's a bummer because, um, you know, a little bit like CM Punk and Undertaker, you get to use a, a real life tragedy to, you know, build up some, some drama in the fight. And, you know, this would be Ruby Riot's opportunity to get a one-on-one bout in a pay-per-view against, you know, Natalia, one of, you know, WWE's, you know, their, one of their babies, you know, one of their nepotistic uh, families that they, they love so much, you know, this one being the Hart family. So it's, it's, it would be a big deal. So it's cool that it's happening, but again, it just sucks that it's part of the 12-match gauntlet that we gotta sit through, so I, hopefully they give these ladies a little time to work and it's not rushed, um, but yeah, it's gonna be tough to do because of, you know, all the other people I have to get credit to, and we still gotta sell the WWE shop, you know, with Christmas right around the corner, so we'll need 15 commercials for that. I mean, yeah, and, and I'll say this too, like, that'll be the same story for all 12 of these matches, or at least nine, nine of them. Right. Um, they're, they're all going to get rushed. That's why you don't do 12 matches on one card. I don't know if this is like an experiment, and they're thinking, what if we do 12 matches and they're all five minutes long? Will people like that? I will tell you right now, I am already dreading this like grim death. I do not want this pay-per-view to start. Uh, I, I just, I, I hate it, and I'm going to go through this whole night just going, all right, that's 10... All right, ten matches left. Yeah. Uh, nine matches left. All right, wait. We just saw one, two, three, four, five. Wait, no, that was only four matches. Oh Jesus! Like that's gonna be how this night's gonna go, and I'm not gonna like it. And one of the matches that's really gonna drag, and I'm, I, I, it's gonna be Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leapfrog here over our list. Um, this is a match that should be on the pre-show, and if you wanna give more opportunity to the women's division um put natalia and ruby riot on the main the main card and put randy orton and Rey mysterio on the pre-show because i don't give a fuck um for all of you huge Rey mysterio fans i've been talking shit since he came back uh he, obviously he wasn't needed we didn't need him in the main event 
He's not fighting for the U.S. title. Uh, the tag division seems pretty fine on SmackDown. So now he's fighting the aged Randy Orton for what? Pride, I guess, his mask? I don't care. They've done this before. It's ended with kicks to the head. It's going to be more tame now, even with chairs. So uh, let's go. Uh, I'll go Randy Orton. And that's that. Yeah, a match with weapons. Um, it should be Randy Orton. This is this is a, a middling pay per view. This isn't a you know a big deal like a like a Rumble, a Mania, a SummerSlam. Um, Mysterio's probably getting a three second tan. Um, and it's it, it. Randy Orton, you know, we, he's another guy we give a lot of grief to because you know his character was kind of stale and you know it's not really his fault, but you could. You could kind of tell when he wasn't part of the main event. He was kind of mailing it in, which is understandable. He's Randy Orton. You know, he makes the company a ton of money, sells toys, you know, all that crap. (laughs) Um, He's been doing a lot of good work with Rey Mysterio, you know, and Jeff Hardy. Um, They've been asking Randy to, you know, be the guy that's going to get heat so we can get these, you know, old-timers over, which I don't know why we're even making them a priority, but, you know, why is it Randy? Anyway, uh, Randy's good at his job. He's going to find a way to get you to boom in this match. Um, and he, he should go over. I, I don't see this getting a ton of time, you know, with entrances. Hopefully it's, you know, about, you know, 12 to 15 minutes. But this is something that I would rather see it, you know, main event a SmackDown. You know, like put a, a stipulation. Because those two guys, they know how to wrestle. You know, it, I, that'd be an entertaining 20 minutes. And, and just in this cluttered 12-match gauntlet, I think this is something that could have gotten the axe so that we could have given more time to, you know, the ladies, you know, trying to do a, a, a grudge match and a pay-per-view. My God, we, it's just unprecedented times here for the women, but... No, you're, you're right. I mean, I mean this this is one... We it's It's not unprecedented to see a match get the axe um and and if i i I'm, we're both on board i don't need to see this there's there's so much more opportunity out there yeah uh but one match that uh i i don't think we're gonna like the end but i'm pretty sure that one guy on the side of this card can lose all the matches in the world and we're gonna be right behind him at least for a little while i think he's gonna have to get a major push soon um but we're talking Bobby Lashley versus Elias. And of course I was talking about Bobby Lashley there. Man, <laughs> is that guy golden. Woo! No, uh, I'm talking about Elias. Elias can take the loss here. Um, this this is still this opportunity to build Bobby Lashley as a heel on the roster. Um, and with, uh, I don't know, you've got Drew McIntyre. I, I just don't think the next step for McIntyre would would have ever been to fight Bobby Lashley. I think he goes up against Braun Strowman next. So now you need another heel in that tier, you know, right right below there. Um, and I think that's where Bobby Lashley needs to be built a little bit more. And I'm a little worried about Dean Ambrose, and we'll get into that later. But um, I, Elias is, is good. And if this, this is going to be a feud that means something in the Royal Rumble, you know, we need those. We don't have grudge matches at the Royal Rumble except for when – Brock Lesnar takes a chair to Big Show for 20 minutes. Um, <clears throat> that's that's just how it works. Uh, you get a couple title matches, and now we have two Rumbles to watch. So now there's there's even more fun. 
Um, so the grudge matches, most of these will find themselves in, in the Royal Rumble. So I think the winner here won't mean as much. I think this will be an opportunity for Elias to get his hands on Leo Rush. He'll have a great opportunity to be a little douchebag. Uh, Why is this a ladder match? I, I don't know what they're going to What's gonna at hang. the top? Is um, Leo Rush at the top? Oh, my God. That would be fucking hilarious. Uh, like, they should uh, put him in a... guitar, maybe? Maybe he's in a little pinata costume? Yeah, I think they forgot the whole point of ladder matches, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, that's... this. I, I hope this match gets cut. Uh, this is another <laughs> one that, uh... You know, it's... Well, I, just for the sake of Elias getting a pay-per-view match... How I, about I a like pay-per-view it. victory? Yeah. I don't know if he's I, ever I'll gotten one. Say... He's definitely played guitar at some pay-per-views. Yeah. He's... He's gotten uh, some segments. Yeah, he's <clears throat> definitely lost some matches to, you know, like the John Cena's of the world. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a tough spot for him. I... It feels like they... You know, prioritize Bobby Lashley. That's why they, you know, yeah. strapped a rocket to his back when he got here, and the crowd didn't give a hoot, so they kept the rocket on him and then made him frown instead of smile. So, well, I just I don't know how you believe in this show without Bobby Lashley. Oh Lord, you know, I'm, I think if, I'm picking if, of all of the two point one two rating score, it's all because of Lashley. I think that's obvious. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm picking, based on Raw, because Leo Rush and Lashley got the last laugh on Monday, I guess Elias is going to win. Nice. I'm, I'm picking Lashley. Okay. Oh. Well, um, I don't know. Do we, I guess, I was going to say the matches that matter, but I don't feel good saying that. I, I feel more like it's the matches that matter to Vince McMahon and, uh, the writers. Writers kind of see these as, like, the easier matches to write, because anything else takes effort. So here we are, Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor. Mike, I'm taking Finn fucking Balor. Wait, wow. did I? Did you? Oh, wait, here, here's here's the caveat. If Monday Night Raw is to have a number one contenders match, you need momentum. Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman, you got, you know, the heel victory and a face victory. Those guys could fight for a number one contender spot on Monday Night Raw. If that is the case... It should be Drew McIntyre getting the win, but I think Drew right now has been built to such heights, and I think there's an opportunity for Ziggler to build a Royal Rumble feud to where Ziggler and Balor can team up at the Rumble and take out McIntyre if, you know, if need be. Um, this... That there's, there's just... This, this, is, this is Finn Balor's time because I think McIntyre's at that point where he can eat a loss, and if Finn Balor loses, what the f- where, where does he go? And I know we play that game all the time, and it backfires, and then they're fine. But this feels like a Finn Balor to me. This match is going to be proof that this company has no idea what they're doing. Um, You know, as far as ending the winning streak of Asuka, you know, ending the credibility of the Revival. um, What happened to Sanity? (laughs) <laughs> are they st- are they still employed? I-, I don't know. There is zero reason that Drew McIntyre should lose this match. If they want to build this guy up to be, you know, the, the world beater that he can be, you know, he's got the look, he's got the voice, he's ready. Um, 
know, he should be fighting for championships. He should be getting momentum. He should be building his way to a Royal Rumble victory. Um, he should beat Finn Balor. Now, here's and here's my hot take question. Drew McIntyre versus Finn, it's Drew all day, every day. But, Matt, is there a shot? Is there a just a just a little window of opportunity here? Just a tiny one. This is this is not the first time these guys have battled. Is there any shot that we see the demon on Sunday? Ooh, that is a good question. I don't know if if Drew has made Finn Balor angry enough. Doesn't he usually have to get angry or frustrated or something? I I I'll say I have zero there's zero indication on my part that that is going to happen. But that's a good question. I just don't I don't know if they've built that up at all. I mean, that's what they did at SummerSlam too. Like we didn't we didn't really get any hints that the demon was coming yeah. back. He just kind of, you know, went out there and, you know, kicked some ass. Well, yeah. I guess you know, if I had to pull it out of my ass, maybe. Um, but based on my observations, no. I guess it's possible. <laughs> Well, Matt, take out, take all of your instincts out of consideration. Anything you've seen, is it possible? Absolutely not. No. It's, it's absolutely impossible. There's no way. That, oh, my God, it's the demon. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think it's more likely that Dolph Ziggler interferes in some this, capacity. This is the real hot tag question. Yeah. Is the demon necessary to put over Drew? Do you mean that, you know, now that Drew has a loss um, on TV, do you mean that are they going to ruin the demon? He is the first one to defeat the demon. Yeah. No, I, I think they're going to protect that for a little while. That's why Finn Balor can you know get pummeled all the time because you know it's it's two different characters. One who's you know a ninety four in WWE two K, and one who's like a seventy eight. Um, so if the seventy eight comes out on Sunday. Maybe he has a shot if Dolph interferes, but if it's just one-on-one, Drew is, is going to crush him and say a bunch of mean things to him with the camera right in their face. <laughs> well, we're almost at an hour here, so we got to start picking up the pace. Well, we got Ronda and Nia. Ronda is uh, going to crush Nia. There's no reason for Nia to have the belt. This is Ronda's time. She's way yeah. more interesting. Uh, she's better at promos, and she's been doing this for basically two cups of coffee. Um, Naya, you're a fun challenge, but you're 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 just an hors d'oeuvre. You're not the entree. You know we're waiting for Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Asuka to you know make their way over to you yeah. via a Rumble victory. So uh, this is this has got Ronda written all over it. Naya, I, woof! I wish you you know didn't go to that Samoan school of promos with with Roman. I, I don't know what what you're doing over there. Just looking at your fist for way too long. Uh, it was pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. We we've been arguing. I don't know how uh, you not... how did you let it. You know what it reminds me of? Remember when Jinder had those really good self aware promos where he was saying, yeah. you, know, "You guys just don't like me because I'm you know I'm brown." You know. Uh, yeah. He was calling out. You know, I was he's just actually Canadian. About that today. Yeah. And it's like, man, that was really good stuff. And Naya really should have just like latched on to the Becky Lynch things and it just seems like she's not she's not 
even she's not even sold on her being a monster like she's not convinced herself that she's a monster it, it just seems like she's you know parroting out what the what the writers told her to say it, it, it doesn't look like she's charismatically equipped to make that make that angle work yeah she's too uh like oh my god uh blase with like her the way she talks about you know beating up ronda the way she talks about beating up becky lynch it's just and that's what i tried to do last week with my naya impression was just this i'm the monster i punch becky lynch it's it's like that's not what a monster does just admit that you can't do this and tell the right like you need to ask for help you got to do something and that's why i think she's coming she's coming tumbling down the ladder this this is it like they had already you know planted the seed for the feud with her and ronda after she punched becky i like i know she got the main event i made the argument at the time like just she's gonna get it she's not gonna win the title and then she's done after that um I don't see her making a difference in the rumbles. Uh, I I think I think Nia's uh, in for a, a long a long stay at the bottom rung of the uh, proverbial women's division ladder, and uh, you know maybe maybe rightly so. There's a lot of injuries. There's not a lot of effort on the promos. There's not a lot of effort to be better. Maybe she's putting in a lot of effort to memorize lines. She's not putting in a lot of effort to change the character, her delivery any of that and just like if a business fails maybe it's got to shut down if you're not going to better yourself as a pro wrestler or as a promo worker i don't need to see on my tv every week yeah this is a little void filler feud for ronda um you know this is not something that i would be surprised to see it go through you know this is not going to be ronda's first loss um in singles competition it's it's not going to be her time to lose the belt to naya that would be a colossal mistake um you know, unless they're thinking they, you know, they can get Ronda in the Royal Rumble, but I don't think that's the best use of Ronda. I think the best use of Ronda is holding that Raw women's belt. She is the most over person. The most over person should do that. So they have the the most I, rooting interest. It's that's what's going to happen. There's no. Re- I'm going to say the the one the the one reason I can come up with that she could lose or she's going to lose eventually or soon is that Fox needs to have Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. So I am trying to figure out how does she get to SmackDown unless it's just a WrestleMania loss and she gets drafted to SmackDown. That's that's the line I'm trying to connect is her journey to SmackDown when that happens um we don't have to get into that now but that's that's just the one thing that's rolling around in my head well she you know smackdown's gonna um you know get that exposure uh maybe to keep you interested in raw you know you keep some of your bigger stars over there just in you know no i mean i yeah i understand that i just mean that connection where fox wants rousey when does that happen because they're gonna follow through they didn't back out of Saudi Arabia. Right. So if Fox wants Ronda Rousey, they're going to get her. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Seth Rollins. You know who he wants is a little little evening with uh, Dean Ambrose. 
The lunatic fringe. You know, they were best of friends in the shield. Listen sh- here. They were the best of friends in the shield, you know. And uh, Uncle Dean just said, you know, I thought you guys made me strong. And turns out you were making me weak the whole time. So what he's done is uh, turned into Bane from Batman and wrangled up a bunch of jobbers and local wrestlers to wear Bane masks. And, you know, they're going to go to town on Seth Rollins and probably take away his Intercontinental Championship belt. Matt, is the writing on the wall? Is Seth Rollins' reign, his Roman reign, if you will, is it over? Jesus. Um... Gosh, uh, he just put on a hell of a show on Monday against Baron. He got a good match out of Baron yeah, Corbin. It, it's there. I just the thing for me is who's supposed to fight Brock Lesnar? Is it supposed to be Seth Rollins or is it supposed to be Drew McIntyre? Or is it Brock? That's, yeah, where where does this all fit? That's the magic of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Well, and you know who's, that's what I mean. You, know who's, you can't have three guys win. You know that's who's what I'm not going to fight Brock? <clears throat> that is Dean Ambrose. And he... Because he's going to have... Yep, his pants might fall around his ankles because he's going to have a fresh gold belt in those buckles. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that didn't make sense. Yes, it does. How are they going to fall to his pants? Because they're too... his ankles they're, when he's got a new listen, belt. they're too heavy for his buckles. Look. Look, if he had... Picture this. <laughs> picture this, if you no, will. We, we gave him a belt, but it's too big. We didn't mention so that. So it is... Part, it is yes, it works like a belt, but if the belt is too heavy... Like, if you have a belt made out of an elephant, right? <laughs> yeah. That belt is going where the elephant goes. And like the mighty African beast, uh, or Asian, uh, Dean Ambrose's fancy new clothes will be weighed down with a beautiful lunatic fringe emblemed belt. <laughs> the only downside I... of this feud <laughs> when Dean Ambrose wins is that Seth Rollins will need to be immediately distracted because there's almost no chance in hell that the two of these guys don't have a rematch. Hopefully it happens tomorrow. Let's get that out of the way. Let's get Seth back in the main event picture. But this mean, definitely smells like a feud. Monday? This feud, yeah, God, I meant Sunday to Monday. This <laughs> smells like a feud. It's gonna get a little, you know, a little oil behind it. It's gonna, it's gonna get some time to keep going. How do you? Uh, well, well, I want to play this game at the end of the show and ask you, you know, who's gonna win the royal rumble and then we'll figure that out you know after tlc and after monday night raw our answers changed but um how do you feel about dean and seth making it to wrestlemania because dean isn't done with seth rollins i feel like there's a very strong chance and possibility of that happening well matt that could do you love it or hate it i hate it no uh (laughs) it 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 could happen and uh, it could be I'm not a fan the either. one thing that keeps Seth away from that uh, main event picture. It's Dirty Dean. Done dirty. Well, the main event picture on SmackDown is 100% Daniel Bryan. And, of course, his wonderful match on SmackDown with Mustafa Ali is must-see TV. Or as Nigel it. calls him, Mustafa. 
Mustafa Ali! Why do, I, um, why do British people, we get credit for sounding smart, but we can't even say words that end in A without adding an R? <laughs> Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano! Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but half the man should say Brian Mustafa, but now, now you just sound like Swedish Flindy, shit. Flindy, 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 Flindy. Flindy, and Gargano, oh no! Alright, I got my one. In hey! Uh, Daniel Bryan's winning this. It's going to be a great match. I am worried, you know, if if AJ is is getting ready for his next battle with Shane McMahon. Now, at what uh, point? <laughs> Here's my thing. All right, listen. Yeah. Just to go side by side, right? Because neither of these make sense. Finn Balor loses all the time as himself, undefeated with face paint on. So how smart is he, right? By that same token. AJ Styles Nuggets have taken a beating this year. At what point yeah. does AJ just put on a cup <laughs> and go undefeated I, the rest of his career? You know, I did come up with that when I said, uh, you know, Nakamura had that opportunity to create his big match with AJ Styles. He won, he won the right to pick the match with AJ. I said it should have been a cup match. It should have been a Rochambeau. Both of their nuts. Yeah, that's. <laughs> now, uh, I, I can remember DX yeah. uh, China used to love punching people in the nuts, and it was a yeah. big triumph when the person she did that to put in a steel cup, and China yep. hurt her own arm punching nuts. Didn't even happen once. It happened multiple times. Yep. She didn't learn her own lesson nope. to make sure she had a metal plate in her arm. So, with this feud. It does make sense. I was proud of that for Daniel Bryan as the heel, you know, to keep the, you know, because the chase is always better than the, you know, the ending, uh, wrestling. Yeah. It makes sense for him to win, but do you, where do you see this feud finishing? Are are you thinking AJ's gonna win, and we're gonna keep both of these guys out of the Royal Rumble, and then they'll face each other at Royal Rumble? Uh, yeah. We'll get AJ, Daniel Bryan. What is this one? two three it'll be aj daniel bryan four yeah i think we're gonna AJ see one again okay all right well yeah so you're picking aj i don't know i i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if we're getting a clean finish like maybe daniel will do some dick uh, kicking dick kicking all right that's a that's a pick it's gonna be a dick kicking dick. dick time yeah picking dicking kicking um i'm going with uh db getting as clean a victory as humanly possible i'm just kidding he's winning though he's walk he's walking out with the title oh, twist as far as uh um, the second match where it's already like a b plus to an a that this is i mean i i don't know how these two could do a bad match but i mean maybe they'll surprise us but uh probably not <laughs> surprises with a bad match well, one match that I'm not excited about, um, and I think you talk about the writing being on the wall. Ooh, yeah, Strowman getting boo-boos from Baron Corbin. Um, well, Corbin being say... the scapegoat for the suckitude yes. of Monday Night Raw yes, for yes, months. Yes, 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 yes. They want to get rid of him and pretend it was all Baron Corbin's fault. 
as they've done in the past. I think what they're learning is they can't they can't find stability with a heel GM because it just doesn't make sense for that GM to not look out for themselves. Yeah, self-interest um, is already at the forefront of every wrestler's uh, cerebellum. Uh, so now you I get to... I would go as far to say every human. Yeah, well... A majority uh, of us. Agree to disagree. So, anyway, uh, wrestlers, right? They already want to win all the time. Corbin gets to book his own matches all the time. I don't know why yeah. he had any honor in that tag team... Or tag team... In that Intercontinental title match on Monday. I mean, I, I, I would have just said it's a, it's a you know, lumberjack match, and all my buddies are on the outside, and we're just going to beat the fuck out of you, and then I get the gold. Yeah. Well, you know, it, like, it, 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 you have to say goodbye to logic and reason when there's a, a heel GM because of exactly what you said. Like, they, they have the power to do whatever they want. Who's there to stop them? Nobody. Because you'll just get yeah. fired like, uh, you know, Rhino. Or you'll have to be a, yeah. a referee like uh, Ginger Balls. Ginger Balls. Yeah, it's, 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 you, you put yourself, you dig your own hole, you jump in it, and when you do it, you break your legs. And the hole you mean by the, so, the writing team. Uh, you know, having to do that kind of stuff with Rhino, Heath Slater, and the cartoonish booking that's been going on the past couple weeks. Right. And, and I'm also just talking the, the, the whole that is having a heel GM where he's going to look out for himself, but he also has to be a fucking idiot and not put himself in the best position to win. Because um, I cause think can't, what they were trying to do is find make, a way for him to lose. Yeah. So he's got to be dumb at some point. That's the thing. Like, um, it does hurt his intelligence in our eyes and it hurts our intelligence to think that wait why isn't this guy totally exploiting his power like he should find some yeah. way to have a championship right so i guess the hot tag question because there's absolutely no way baron corbin's winning this match there's no fucking chance in hell he's winning um who's the next gm at hot tag um i mean alexa's kind of writing her checks right now um I think she's doing an okay job. I think she might fill in till they find full-time uh, contract it, that is lucrative enough for their all-time favorite. I mean, if you pick and her, she can at least cut a promo and cut tons of from promos. From Florida. And from Hollywood. Yeah. What? Formerly wearing black and white. What are you talking about? Loves. Matt, what are you saying? red and yellow are you talking about hulk hogan i goddamn am you heard it here first hulk fucking hogan might even figure into this fucking match um what i i what clickbait article did you click on to make you say that mike matt none that's I, quite a bit of respect coming from my brother of discussion. Uh, wow, uh, I didn't I didn't mean to show any respect. So I hope you're being sarcastic. So I am just looking at this going, you know, when was the last time the WWE made a good decision? They think that ratings 
think think about their roster right now. They are completely dependent on older superstars, and they they're not rightfully like justifiably dependent. They just are. They just think that's how you find success. They bring in Bobby Lashley and Rey listen, Mysterio. Listen, listen, Matt. To, this worked wonders for Impact Wrestling. It worked wonders for TNA. It worked wonders for I'm WCW. It's the best decision, Matt. Legends are how you sell tickets at Impact, TNA, uh, you WCW, three hundred seat stadium. You hire Clash Hulk Wrestling. Hulk. You bring in Billy Gunn. Boom. <laughs> All right. Boom. Speaking of old time farts, we got one more match to cover. I, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, yeah, that, that none of these ladies are. Think of the greatest feuds of all time: Stone Cold and The Rock, uh, Shawn Michaels and God. You know. And now what we're gonna get is the next chapter in greatness. When SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch faces off against Charlotte. Daddy's girl, Flair, and the Empress of Tomorrow, but not today, Asuka. <laughs> Matt, hot tag. What percentage of likelihood, out of 100, do you give Asuka to hold that belt at the end of this match? Um, so, I'm going to go... Can I go 40, 40, 20? So, so you're giving Asuka 100%. Yeah. Okay. I'm adding all those numbers together. I'm giving her 40 plus 40 plus 20. <laughs> so I'm Where thinking does it's either me? Becky okay. or Asuka. Really, it should just be 50-50. Charlotte is the one not walking away with this, but I feel like if I say that, then she's definitely going to win. Um, so like I mentioned rousey making her way over to smackdown we also need becky to find her way to ronda and we're already convinced ronda isn't losing this title so how does becky lynch get over to ronda well uh, well we're gonna put this on the back burner i think and what's gonna happen is becky lynch is gonna win this match and then she's gonna have a hell of a match against asuka at royal Oh, and I think that in the, Rumble? the winner of this year's Women's Royal Rumble is Charlotte fucking Flair. Woo! She's the big favorite. It's just like when you'd watch those Rumbles, you know, like in uh, in the 90s, you know, and it was a, a bunch of uh, ne'er-do-wells and stumbling, bumbling buffoons, and then there was one megastar. I think that's going to be Charlotte this year. I think... You know, when you look in the the annals of pro wrestling history, you look in the anal hole of pro wrestling history, (laughs) you look in the anus that is pro wrestling, you will see Charlotte walk out covered in shit. But she will have the 2019 Royal Rumble victory under her belt. Well, I think for funsies, because this will all wrap in together, I'm going Becky Lynch is winning the Rumble. And she's going to do it Stone Cold style. Um, not necessarily sitting on the ring uh, post and looking at her watch. But I, I mean to the effect that she's number one. 
the most fun thing in the world is the number one wrestler on the program to be chasing the title. So let's give her that chase. Let's put her in that spot like immediately and have her chase Ronda Rousey on Raw. And I think that's like that. We're talking about these decisions that um, the writers and you know Vince McMahon want to make to to make Raw relevant again. And they look at the two rosters and they go, "Well, shit, our five best wrestlers are all on SmackDown main event fights. Yep. And if we can just move one of these ladies over to Raw, that title becomes a thousand times more relevant. Where on SmackDown." I think whoever, if Charlotte wins or if Asuka wins, you've got a ton of other ladies that have been close to the title or we find very believable, including Amandi Rose, who I would say is doing a great job on the mic. She's might, she might not be the most polished professional wrestler in the world, but damn it all, if she could pull off like a snarky heel uh, run, you know, that works. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm not pegging her as a wrestlemania and I mean, main event yeah and you still got you know like a lot of room here selena vega and carmella you know two you know super yeah, charismatic carmella, women yeah. you've got naomi yep. maybe the best pure athlete of all the women um yeah and those were i'll just say this i don't want it i don't want it to come off as me forgetting those ladies i i just wanted them to be seen as you know of course but on top of them there's also the likes of mandy rose i i i i don't want it to look like i forgot them yeah well, I think uh, this is easily going to be the, the... This has to close the show. It oh, is yeah. inexcusable if this doesn't close the show. You finally have Becky in the ring with Charlotte again. Um, you have, you know, Asuka in the picture. She's just been treated like crap, uh, you know, for most of 2018. You have a violent stipulation with tables, ladders, chairs. Uh, We've set a precedent with kendo sticks. This has the, the the highest ceiling for me um, as far as having all your best characters. And it, it has so much riding on it. Like, whoever wins this, that's going to start setting the stage for Royal Rumble. Um, I know, obviously, all the all the matches have, you know, some repercussions for that event. But, you know, you could see, like you said, Becky Lynch, you know, having to carry the rumble herself, trying to go, you know, maybe one to thirty, or you know, at least being a mega favorite. Charlotte doing the same thing. Uh, Oscar yeah. looking to be a back-to-back rumble winner. Um, and all those stories are really interesting. So that means that this match is really tough to to pick who's going to be on top. I have to think Becky's going to win just because she again hasn't had a ton of successful title defenses. Has she had one yet? She had one. Yeah. She's had one. Against Charlotte. Yeah. She's had one successful title defense. So it would be a little, maybe a little preemptive to take the belt off her now. Um, you know, you kind of want to let it, you know, soak in it, you know, play with it a little. Um, I would be surprised if she lost, but I, this is this is a perfectly booked match because I, I honestly won't be disappointed with, you know, whoever wins. Well, I, I'll look at it this way. Um, I think there's a good chance Asuka wins. Uh, I think she's being built up. I think, I, you know, fuck it all if anybody's owed anything. But I think Asuka, you could kind of look at it. She's she's put in the work. She's, she could 
you know it also fuck it. means she's she's owed this title it also means defe- you'd be getting a, a mega showdown in the rumble i that's where i'm going um i think if you and i i don't know if you're about to agree with what i'm i'm gonna say here but if you had becky and charlotte at the end of that match oh my god and charlotte's the reason that you know becky lost the title to oscar uh i think that would i mean the stadium would go nuts yeah it would just be rocking i mean that would be um you know hulk hogan and ultimate warrior seeing each other in the royal rumble um gosh it would just it, it would it would be an earthquake on its own and and, and that that would be you know becky lynch like nothing matters yeah you know whatever she did losing the title yeah that would just put her right that, back over you know, she would be ready to kill ronda rousey I think I hope that's the that's I think for me I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's let's do it let's look at it this way like best case scenario I think you're really selling me on that like if Asuka wins that means Royal Rumble is gonna be electricity like the build up to that event you know having them you know do something some sort of match where you can see who you know starts Royal Rumble one or two and then having that huge payoff at the end of the rumble and then um additionally depending on how that feud ends you still get to write those weeks where becky or charlotte is you know deciding do i want to challenge asuka or do i want to go fight ronda rousey yeah that's 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 literally weeks of you know interesting writing where we kind of see you know which which way are they going to go with this Uh, i I think Asuka is best case scenario for the writing. I'll, I'll say right now, I, I will say the last two are Charlotte and Becky, but the last four are Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey. Mm. Oh, man, Easily. would that be money. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, those maybe, are... Yeah. Maybe that'll be, I don't know, something that leads into tag teams for Sasha and Bailey or, I don't know, something. But either way, I, I wanted to, real quick, just let's go ahead and pick our, our other Royal Rumble winner because I'll say, if, if I have to talk about main events, WrestleMania main events and Royal Rumbles I care about, it's it's all in the women's division right now. Uh, on the men's side, it's fun, but I, I don't care about it as much as I care about you know the, uh, seeing Becky Lynch just turn this whole wrestling world you know over. But uh, I will say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I mean it's it should be it should be down to three people. It should be down to Braun, Seth, and uh, Drew. Um, no, uh, no Miz. Miz, every year he gets that, you know, that wild card uh, label, that, you know, the dark horse. Um, yeah. I just, I, it, it it doesn't look like they're making him a big priority if he's goofing around with Shane. That, that smells like, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan being misused with Shane, AJ Styles being misused with Shane, Undertaker being misused with Shane, Kevin Owens being misused with Shane. Uh, they like putting this you know again the 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 nepotism they like having him on pay-per-views i i think miz is kind of screwed i think this is something he's going to be doing for a couple months um i can see him being in the bottom four but no not winning 
So I'll just say, you did pick three Raw guys. Keep in mind, Brock Lesnar isn't touching any pay-per-view in between WrestleMania. So they do have to do something in the middle there. And number one contender matches do sort of fit the bill. So if, I mean, you could be talking what they did with Roman one year where it was prove yourself, you know, against Daniel Bryan. But I think there's still a really good shot for someone on SmackDown to take this and, you know, challenge Daniel uh, at WrestleMania. I hope they don't do Lars Sullivan because I... unless they just write an incredible like opening story for this guy i don't think that that's like a needle mover uh, what if he, what if he beats goldberg or goldberg. beats lesnar the way goldberg did what if he beats goldberg mike <laughs> what if that's how he wins the royal rumble no what if what if he beats lesnar in, in the same way that like we all all the matches in nxt we were just we were fooled we just didn't know what we had but now lars you know one of those weird over-the-shoulder rock bottoms that he does and Lesnar's done. Oh, the freak accident. Yeah. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't foresee that happening. Um, you know, he'll probably pummel Ty Dellinger or Dolph, depending on what show he goes to. And uh, Okay. I'm just saying that Thanks, there isn't Mark. enough written for him to win. It's not a good choice. It's one of those three guys that we picked. Man, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I picked Lars Sullivan. Yeah, you're pretty stupid. Well, that's a final <laughs> word. Uh, Matt <laughs> being stupid. Yeah, that, that's it for me. That's, that's... We're the brothers of discussion. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Well, that, uh, we did forget to announce the big winner of the iTunes gift card. Or, Jesus. The iTunes giveaway pro iTunes wrestling gift tees card. gift card. <laughs> Uh, is a, a iTunes user by the name of Ain't That Wet Behind the Ears. So we will do our best to contact you. You're listening to the show, so uh, and you're rating us, so obviously you listen. Every episode. And Thank you, Ain't That Wet Behind the Ears. We hope that you get... <laughs> we hope you get what's coming to you. <laughs> just, uh, just get back with us, and uh, of course... Uh, let us know when you receive your gift card and post some pictures online, and that'll be fun. Uh, so thanks for everybody, literally everyone, who sent in the subscribe, rate, and review uh, qualifications for this contest. And if you didn't do it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, if you made it this far, you won't be doing that again. If... <laughs> uh there's more promotions to come we're still trying to grow the show we've got some interviews planned for january yes uh so the show will get some beef added to it we're gonna do some more than just two brothers talking every single wrestling match every week (laughs) there has to be more to it than that eventually there will be yes uh but for now this is the brothers of discussion please feel free to contact us oh uh, actually one more thing um if you are interested uh we'd love to get your input because we we may have to record some holiday shows which are some top tens um if you have any ideas for unique top tens so i don't want to hear top 10 factions out of your mouth but if you have any ideas at bod podcast feel free contact us on the website bodpodcast.com that of course is the hub for all the podcasts and blogs but 
can go to the contact contact us page and send us a message. We've gotten one message so far. I replied to that message, heard nothing back. But here we go into 2019. The brothers of discussion. <laughs> one more than a year in. Let's let's see if we can hit more than 20 listeners per episode. Yes. This has been Matthew Clink on the Brothers of Discussion. Mike, 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 you. Mike, Mike you, you and Methel. Here we are. <laughs> All right, Methel. It's always fun talking to you. This is yes. Mike, you. Say turkey. We're coming. Hey, Mike. Mike.